0: The opinions expressed in these materials represent the personal views of the participants and do not necessarily represent the opinions of salient. This information is neither an offer to sell nor a solicitation of any offer to buy any securities. Any offering or solicitation will be made only to eligible investors in pursuant to any applicable private placement memorandum and other governing documents, all of which must be read in their entirety. Reference to any third party, specific product, process, or service by trade name, trademark, or otherwise does not constitute or imply endorsement, recommendation, or favoring by salient. Welcome to the Epsilon Theory Podcast. Hey, Ben. How are you?
1: Michael. I'm good. I'm good.
0: I'm Michael Correo, Director of Investor Relations and Communications at Salient. And joining me today is Dr. Ben Hunt, Salient's Chief Investment Strategist. And here we are in the Big Apple.
1: We are in the Big Apple, Michael. And uh, I I wanted it just to be uh, our conversation today.
0: I'm looking forward to it.
1: Well, I, I appreciate that. And you've been a uh a driving force behind the, the podcast in general. And uh it was my major in
0: college. Uh, they,
1: <laughs> love it, love it, love it. But I, I I wanted to talk about something well, frankly, a little more personal, uh, and professional today, uh or the, the marriage of the personal and the professional. And, and and for that I thought it would be best, you know, not with some guest speaker or uh uh, even, even a Rusty or Jeremy from from inside Salient, but 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 for you and I to have that conversation,
0: things are a in
1: They are, they they they, they are, as uh, Dylan and, and many others uh, said 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 before. I, I, that's right. I wanted to have this this conversation with you about what I see changing in the business of investing, and and I I don't want to do it in an inside baseball sense, and I don't want to do it in a caddy sense, um, but in a truth-seeking sense, because I, I think that what we're seeing in the business of investing is something that we're seeing in expertise-driven uh, areas <laughs> of, of of professional life, whether it's medicine, whether it's law, um, politics even, mm-hmm. uh, but it certainly apri- applies to investing. And I, I wanted to, to talk about that and, and try to do it in a conversational way, because it's it's impactful. It's it's an impactful both I think for a lot of the people who listen to this podcast, but also on, on a personal sense, it's, it's changing um, it's changing what I'm doing. It's changing that's what I'm right. doing in terms of of, of what I'm doing uh, with Salient, what I'm what I'm doing with Epsilon Theory, and I I wanted to have a chance to, to 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 talk about that today.
0: Okay, well let's dive right in. So uh, one of the things that's we we've, we've debated in a few of our Epsilon Theory pieces and. Uh, uh, Rusty Gwynn wrote a terrific piece about the act of passive debate. Um, that's that's one area that uh, we've 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 touched on. But there's also well, this missing piece of of the intermediary part, right? Well, well,
1: what you're what you're describing is is what you read a lot about. And, and again, I don't want to get too inside baseball for the but but I think anyone who's listening to this podcast has an interest in the subject, and that is this uh, observation that you know, even a, a passing glance at the journal or, or any sort of uh, in, investment publication would would bring out, which is this um, supposed, you know, tsunami or, or tidal wave of money flows away from active investing and towards passive investing, you know, uh, indices, ETFs, and the like, and away from, 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 from active investors. And look, as my as my Partner Rusty Gwynn has, has has pointed out, I think, really, really well, uh, in the its most recent piece uh, on the on the on the Epsilon Theory website, this is a totally false debate. This is this is an absurdly false dichotomy. Uh, the The fact of the matter is that we are all active investors. We are all actively making choices. Not on whether we're picking a stock picker or not to to manage our money, but but against the, the the panoply, the full range of of where we could be putting our money, we're all active investors, and 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 that's not the real change. I, I see that as this is this is definitely a $10 word, epiphenomenon as opposed to phenomenon. I, I know. I majored I know. in English. I have no idea yeah, it's, what that it's, means. It's, it's, it's reading too many German philosophers that, 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 that give you Sounds some, like a German word. Yeah, it, 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 well, it's, it's, it's close, right? <laughs> so it's, it's, the best I can describe it, it's a shadow, right? This 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 observation and this fetish that so many people are making about this transition from so-called act, uh, active investing to passive investing, it's a shadow of what's really happening in our business and, and, and what's happening is disintermediation. It's it's driven by technology, but but I'm gonna argue not in the way that people typically think.
0: Right? Robo advisors well, probably that, the first thing people think of, right? That is
1: the way that people typically yeah. think, right? So and, and that's and it's all true. It's it's uh, uh you know is as, as Hemingway supposedly replied when when somebody asked him about you know, the different religions in the world and what was true and what was right. He said, it's all true. And in, 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 in robo-advisors are true. So the disinformation through technology, we're now, instead of, you know, driving off to go visit your financial investor, which is a concept as foreign, for example, to my daughters, as it would be to drive to a bank and go see a bank teller, Right. Yeah. Yeah, You know, you do it online. Of course you do. Of course you do. And, and if it's a, if it's a human that's interacting with you online, that's not a plus. Something's wrong. That's something's wrong. That's right. That, 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 that's a minus. So there, there's, there's absolutely that, the disintermediation as obviously uh, instantiated in robo-advisors. And there's a lot more where that's going to go. Right, so the the whole notion of artificial intelligence and creating, or as I prefer to call it, a non-human intelligence, to provide the benefits of scale and technology for that sort of advisory work, it's pretty pretty large, right? But but it actually goes, I think, much deeper than that, it, because it, the same sort of disintermediation through through technology, through again what I call non-human intelligence, is you see it appropriately in medicine, mm-hmm. where you know, I, I won't even call it a, the WebMD approach, but it, but it's really the, the the notion that, in terms of diagnostics, a machine can often do much better than a human. Right. Uh, you, you see it in the the, the legal profession. You, you see it you see it all over the place, and there's there's a again a truth to that, uh, uh, a utility to that. But there, there's a different aspect of technology. So the disinformation is has gone beyond just that. The WebMD approach, but it's actually gone, I think, to real change in our social practices. And what, what, what I mean by that, what I mean by that is that everyone today thinks they're an expert.
0: Oh, that's very true. My, Every, co- my, my cousin's a therapist and she's sending me financial advice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She knows more than I do. Right.
1: Well, she, she, she believes, she, with,
0: she, with, believes with, she does. She
1: believes she knows as much as you do. Right. And there, there, there's an element of that that is, that is wonderful. It's empowering. This notion that, yes, I am going to take responsibility for my own affairs, whether it is my my own health, uh, my own uh, legal situation, or my own investment situation. It's, and I and I want to come back to that in this discussion. This notion of engagement and empowerment, which is an unmitigated good. But what also is happening is the uh, there. There's another side to that coin, right? It's this this diminution of expertise this notion that oh yeah you 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 got an advanced degree in in you know uh, neurology and uh, physiology and uh, you did a a five-year residency but you know what as the the Holiday Inn Express commercial would say have have you you think you know I spent 30 minutes on it on the internet last night I, I think I'm good I think I'm good here.
0: I read the Wikipedia article.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. It is. It's that what we think is this this open access to information, which again I'll come back mm-hmm. to this. It's not, right? and it's combined with the social media that gives everyone a voice, even those who, frankly, don't deserve a voice. And and that's also something that's been lost in this the the the, the modern world is that far too many people have public voices who, frankly don't deserve a public voice and wouldn't have had one in an in an intermediated world so we've lost that right we've Mm. lost that sense of of uh editorship editorialness uh you know the the old roman sense of uh, being the arbiter of taste i
0: like that that phrase
1: and that's an appropriate role for an intermediary now now look does did, did the do the, did the role, did the role, do the roles of intermediaries go too far in a mass society? Absolutely. Right. They become very restrictive guilds where they uh, take rents from people who do deserve a voice. Right? And there's no, there's no avenue unless you pay that toll to, 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 to have a voice in a, in a world that's dominated by intermediaries. So, look, I get it. I I, I really do and God knows I've been the beneficiary personally of disintermediation with the ability just to start writing and publish it and have you know hundreds of thousands of people all over the world find it discover it that that's that's been a a great not just joy in my life but a benefit (laughs) a very financial benefit to me personally um I I have to I I have to change also. And and, and what I think that means is not being a pseudo-Luddite and, and saying, no, 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 it's this this technology and the social media and you know be, being an ornery grandpa, I don't think is the answer. I think the answer is to to say, well, how can I take these tools and how can one, how can we try to channel our lives, our families' lives, our children's lives, towards a world where expertise has value, towards a world where uh, engagement can be rewarded without falling into the trap of um, believing we have choices when we, we don't have choice in information the way we think we do.
0: So let me guess, you're going to use technology to do this
1: yeah that's exactly right. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. everybody's excited about that and I, I do too. You know, it's one of the, the the ancient languages of investing in life, the the, the language of growth, of advancement, of change. The, the, the other language of course in investment being the, the language of value. Uh, but you know these old languages, these old songs are um, uh, meaningful and powerful. Because they really do strike a chord at the the core of what it means to be the human animal, and I'm no different from that, so yes, I'm embracing this technology it's it's what I refer to as the narrative machine, and it's it's something that i'm 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 all in with to try to to use the narrative machine again to a purpose of doing well for myself and my family and my partners, but also doing well in the terms of trying to move to whatever degree I can, our world back to an area where, where, where expertise is valued
0: again. So are you going to change what you write about then?
1: To an extent, yes. Okay. To, to an extent, yes. I, I, look, I, I've never... I've... And, and, I, and I say this both for um, good reasons and very selfish reasons. In Epsilon Theory, I've never given uh, tips right? I've never said, oh, yeah, buy this, buy stock XYZ, or, oh, this sector looks attractive to me. And, and, I, and I, I say I, I do this both selflessly, because I don't want to read someone a, a tout, right? But I, but I also do it because I think non in a non-myopic sense, from a business perspective, there's no future in being a tout. There, 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 there really isn't. There really isn't. And so, you know, that's not going to change. I, I, I haven't been giving specific investment advice ever in Epsilon theory, and I'm sure is heck not going to start now. But, but both in terms of, of, of my time and in terms of what I want to say about the use of the narrative machine, right, my first priority has to be for my partners so on the time front, yeah, my role is changing. And we are opening up uh, Epsilon Theory to, 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 to other voices, to, to like-minded, I would say, truth-seeking voices. And we're going to continue to do that.
0: As Ben said, be sure to visit the new Epsilon Theory website at EpsilonTheory.com, where you can read all of Ben's notes and check out our new contributors. If you're not on Ben's mailing list already, be sure to sign up. We know you'll love the new site, and thanks for listening.
1: But, but also in terms of my direct role, the, what I write about, you ask what I write about, I, I do want to write, and, I, and, I've, and I've mentioned this in a couple of emails out, I want to write and I want to talk more about politics. Uh, look, that's, that's not to diminish markets, and I will continue to talk about markets, because those to me are the two great social games that exist in our world. There's the social game of markets and investing, and there's the social game of politics and citizenry. They are they're, they're absolutely reflections of each other. And in my view, they're, they're governed by so many of the same behavioral models and the same human animalness, the social animalness of Homo sapiens that you know, goes back you know, X millions of years. I also think, though, it's never been more important to write about politics and that social market—not just the social market of investing, but the social market of, of 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 politics. I, you know, you know, I wrote recently that when it was, it was an announcement the Epsilon Theory 2.0, the mm-hmm. website,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and said I you know, it's, it's so important I think after the uh, debacle of our last uh, election cycle, and I got I got a half a dozen you know I always. I get mail, right? You know, and so, 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 so I got a half a dozen comments back. What, what do you mean debacle?
0: That's right. You know, and,
1: and, and I, listen, I, I suspect, I'm confident that the, the authors were, you know, pro-Trump. I'm not saying that Trump alone was
0: the debacle. Isn't it funny they re- immediately gravitate to that?
1: Yeah, that I thought that yeah. that was coming off yeah. as me being, you know, anti-Trump. And I am but but i'm also anti the, the 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 horribly flawed candidate that the other side the democrats put up right the, 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 i'm 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 i thought it was a debacle of a of a democratic primary i thought it was a debacle of a republican primary i thought it was a debacle of a general election and that's what i mean about the debacle of our election cycle that we had and and you know, sometimes I can turn a phrase, right? So so people are always saying, oh, yeah, Donald Trump's going to be the Yoko Ono of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Well, look, Hillary Clinton was the Yoko Ono of the Democratic Party. Both of these bands are breaking up. We're seeing it before our eyes. And it's being accentuated by, again, this <laughs> – the way in which um, uh, technology – and here I'm referring to – the interwebs, the, the internet, I'm referring to social media, has changed our social practices around expertise. So in the same way that we've seen a, a diminution of the role of expertise in uh, financial advice, in medical advice, in legal advice, it's the same in, in politics, in political advice. And that is again to me this impoverishment that has been wrought by this, this technological and this disintermediation. So the question, Michael, the, the question is, all right, it's, it's easy to say, oh yeah, you gotta adapt, right? Don't be a dodo bird, you gotta adapt to the new technology. So what, what the hell does that actually mean?
0: Right? Yeah, what does it mean in practice? What, what, what does it yeah. mean
1: in practice, right? And, and I, I, I think I've got a sense of what it means in practice with the actual act of investing. And and that's what I want to utilize for my partners and 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 my and other people's money, right? But I also have an idea of what it means in terms of politics. And that, that, that is something that I think is 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 really what I want to try to move towards and at least what I contribute in Epsilon theory in these podcasts. And it I I I was thinking about this and, and it's not an answer, because I I, I can't give the answer with a capital T and a capital a for how one adapts but I do have an idea of what what is a a, a useful framework for people in whatever walk of life they're in to think about well how do I adapt to the new technology and, and how it really is we're moving in a new trajectory particularly in in politics and our lives as as citizens right and and I and I was thinking back to, to what what are the useful tools and processes if I were to analyze an enterprise, a company, right? And 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 the core, you know, our CFA ones, right, right. Is, don't remind me. Don't me. remind you, right, right. Is, is well, you know, if if you've got the information about a company in terms of financial statements, what does right. that tell you?
0: Balance sheet, cash flow, income statement.
1: That's right, right. And 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 it's those three. Pieces of the puzzle, and they're very different pieces of the mm-hmm. puzzle. Right? What, what, what's a balance sheet? A balance sheet is assets and liabilities. The income statement or the, is, is, is profit and loss, right? I, I like to think of it as processes and resources.
0: That's interesting. Bear, bear with me, okay. All right? okay?
1: And then cash flow, which I've always said is the least understood and the, the most interesting, frankly, of the, of the or the most revealing. Maybe of the the three financial statements, I like to think of it as sources and uses, right? Not hmm. not cash sources and uses as it's used in investing and you know uh, understanding companies, but in, in in the in the political sense that I want to talk about, human capital sources, human capital uses, because again, what I'm trying to do is I, I'm I'm trying to to recreate or or encourage the value of expertise without diminishing the 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 unmitigated good that comes with greater engagement right this this of course was google's great discovery and the reason they are what they are today is that you know what when we're figuring out what sort of results we should give for our for a, a search an internet search yeah we could reward the people who pay us to put their site at the top. But you know what? We're actually going to reward the sites that generate the most engagement with the user. What a novel concept, right? That, right? that, yeah. that, that, that what we're going to reward is usefulness, and we're going to encourage engagement. And what, what Google implemented in their world, I think we have to implement in our political world. Right? It's, it's, it's this notion of engagement that's the most powerful force that's going on out there. So how can we set up a structure? And trust me, I'm coming back to this notion of the financial statements. Let, let's think of not just an enterprise, a company in terms of these financial statements. Let's think of a, our, our, our uh, again, it's a $5 word, our, our polity, right? Our, our, our country, our, 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 our nation, Right. How do you think about that in terms of a balance sheet, assets and liabilities, in terms of processes and resources, again, what I'm kind of my shorthand or my generalization for an income statement, and then cash flow, sources and uses. And you know, when, it, when I'm evaluating a company, I tend to start with the balance sheet, move to the PL statement or the income statement. And I, I end up with the, the cash flow statement. I, I tend to spend most of my time there, again, because it's the, it's the least understood, but I think the most revealing. And, and I think we can say the same thing for our political lives and the, 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 the nation, I think we can still achieve, even given the trajectory that technology and our social practices are taking us. So what the, what the hell do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that the, our, our human capital it's not our you know it's not cash what's our human capital well it's our labor it's our work i'm enough of a marxist to to, to understand that there's there that that's that's capital it's also our attention our engagement it's also our genius it's our it's our creativity it's our insights that that to me I, i if i can kind of encapsulate what human capital is um, that's it. So labor, our time, mm-hmm. our engagement, our attention, which is which is also a measure of time, right? and then our our our, our genius or our, our insights, which has no measure of time, but requires expertise. And and and, and that's I, I can't emphasize this point enough. My view, great genius, inspiration, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. It doesn't happen with, you know, Athena bursting out of Zeus's brain, you know. just That's not how it works. Genius, insight, creativity, it requires work and practice and expertise. And what I think we can find, if we think in these terms of sources and the uses, the political applications for this, we can find a way to reward expertise again. Because expertise, when it's more than just being a mechanic, expresses itself in creativity and genius. And it doesn't come from anywhere else. So those are the sources, I think, mm-hmm. right? And, 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 I, and I think if we you know, think in terms of our politics. Well, how do we reward that stuff? Expertise slash creativity slash genius. Yeah, because
0: I think the opposite's true right now. It it's it's not getting rewarded at all.
1: I think you're so right.
0: It's right? it's being elevated.
1: But 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 what I what I what I think and this again it's 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 a hope, so again yeah. hope's not yeah. a strategy, but it's the reason why I try to be not apolitical, but very much not engaged with one political party or the other, is that I do think that these bans are breaking up. Now, we have a system in the United States that, that is structurally designed to promote a two-party system. So there will be two parties that emerge from this, but what are those two parties? How does that process of re-emergence come about? I want to be part of that. Because what I want is for our, our party system to reflect what I'm describing here, right? That, that you're right, it's not rewarded today. Mm-mm. But I think that if we, we're seeing the fruit of that, which is that it's splintering. And, and, and my goal here is to create a new framework to, to solidify, to catalyze, frankly, a political party. I know this sounds aspirational, if not delusional, but I I really think we're at a a, a point in history where this is possible. Now
0: it's been but, about one hundred and fifty years, right? Yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah, every, they had a good run, right? Yeah, they they, they, they had a good run, and and a few be hits, a few hits there here and there, right? What are the uses? So if the sources are labor, engagement, expertise slash genius. What are the uses? And 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 I and I hit on this on an earlier podcast, and it's something I really want to try to develop in future podcast and 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 writing and epsilon theory. I think there are three uses that that, that form a um, a coherent, robust framework for a modern mass society that's being driven in these trajectories by technology. The first is that the first use of all this is to protect. The second use is to make, and the third use is to teach. Now, those are big, amorphous concepts, intentionally so, because they're big enough, amorphous enough, I think, to encapsulate the intrinsic motivators of citizens, right? Yeah, not everyone wants to make stuff. Not everyone wants to teach stuff. Not everyone wants to to, to protect, but there are elements of that I think in every citizen, and by citizen I, I mean that in the the old sense of the word, right? A, a a a member who is giving, who has a responsibility to the nation, as well as a a a as because of that responsibility. The participatory rights in that in the in that in that nation or that that polity. That's what I, I think we can move towards where our citizenship is based on. It's these smaller, more local groups of protecting, of making, of teaching. And and again, I know this sounds so pie in the sky, but but it's really not, because the most powerful movements in history have always been from below. The Absolutely the most rewarding part of starting Epsilon Theory has been discovering there are others out there who are trying to find a different path, who do think that the election cycle on all sides last time was a debacle, that there has to be a better path, that there that, that there are well-intentioned people who are really trying to make their way in the world as it is, not as protesters or as you know, insurgents, but as actual citizens and participants. And I, 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 I don't need to teach on that, but I think there is a role to lead on that. And that's what I'd like to see uh, Epsilon Theory go.
0: Excellent. Well, that'll do it for us today. We're going to go and hit the town. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your preferred podcast software. Don't forget to leave us a review and rate us, too.